Hey, everybody. Welcome to Access Podcast, the podcast about podcasts. I'm Maddie Stout, and one of my favorite podcasts of all time is the show Criminal. I like it for many reasons, but probably number one is the voice behind the show, Phoebe Judge. She's our guest. Let's check out a clip from Criminal. Carrie took this information to the county attorney, and he ignored her. She then went to the state's attorney. He ignored her, too. So she went directly to the governor. She wrote, After appealing to the governor in vain, I found that I could go to no other authority on Earth. And so, in June of 1900, she finished her housework, cooked a meal for her husband, and got on the road to Kiowa with a buggy full of bricks. I'm Phoebe Judge. This is Criminal. And yes, I am joined by that voice, Phoebe Judge, from Criminal, the podcast. You are in North Carolina uh, talking to us right now? I'm in Durham, North Carolina. That's becoming like the a real podcasting hub. Uh, you know, you know, you think about New York and L.A. for podcasting, but the Triangle region, a lot of good shows coming out of there, too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's and we've always thought that it's kind of nice to not be in New York or Los Angeles. Um, it's not it's not there are not too many shows coming out of here. So it still means that we can kind of keep our head down and do what we like. Uh, but I think that there aren't enough podcasts really coming out of the South at all. I would like to see a lot more podcasts coming out of the South. I was in a taxi cab in New York City a couple weeks ago, and I was the video screen that comes up, which shows those ads, came up and it said, New York City, the podcast capital of the world. And I thought that was rather bold of them. Um, but, you know, I think that we're, we're happy to be in Durham and we're happy to get to travel all over and get stories and then return home. I w- I'm from West Virginia originally. And I-, I think that in general, folks from the South, you know, when my wife goes home, she'll talk to my friends. And she-, she looked at me one day and she goes, I understand why you do what you do. You people tell stories about everything. And it takes, you know, an hour to tell a story about going to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I-, I think that's, isn't it? It's great fun to be able to make a podcast where you can just do whatever you like, you know, and you they can be any length you like. And we just find topics that interest us. Now, crime is is definitely the topic on your podcast. Are you a, always been into crime? Are you a kid who was checking out Encyclopedia Brown or any of that stuff when you were younger? I mean, I think that I'm interested in crime honestly, as much as anyone else is interested in crime. You know, crime stories are just incredibly intriguing. But no, I wasn't more fascinated with crime as a little girl than I was about a lot of things. But I think what's so interesting about having a show about crime is that we really do believe that we're never going to run out of stories. And we take such a broad approach to that word crime that, you know, the great fun of it is that we can do stories that are, of course, serious and, and sad and important, but we also do stories a lot of times that are funny. And I think for us, it's kind of surprising the listener. They really don't know what they're going to get next. I love that about the show because of the of the very topics. There's a lot of things I like about the podcast, including just the way it's structured, the pace, the length. I think it's 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 just one of those podcasts that it's very bingeable in a lot of ways. Have you had a favorite criminal that you've talked about yet? A favorite criminal? Well, I certainly do have favorite episodes. One of my favorite episodes is not about a criminal, but it's about, I guess, a lot of criminals. And that was we did an episode about people who were stealing petrified wood in uh, Arizona. And 
it was basically they would steal it and then they would believe that they had been cursed. And so they would send it back, you know, maybe many years later. And so this national park was just getting these packages full of wood that people had stolen in their pants. And I just thought that was such a wonderful story. It was so funny and also so touching to think that these people really did believe that all the things that were going wrong in their life happened because they had stolen a little, you know, palm-sized piece of wood. And, um, and now that you were trying to get rid of it. One of my favorite episodes is about Carrie Nation. And I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I've always had some kind of fascination with her. I just, and probably the picture of her running around and smashing things. Is that one of, one you've enjoyed doing too? Oh, I love that. And you know, the great thing about that episode is that I, I went to the, to the Kansas State Historical Society. So I could see, I was up close to and looking at and touching all of her things like the hatchet, like her hatchet pins, like her fake teeth. And so a lot of times, you know, the great thing about criminal is that we, we, I spent a lot of time in studios talking to people that I might not even see, you know, they're on the other side of the country. It sounds like we're together, but any time that I can go and actually be around someone or around someone's things, I think it makes the stories all the richer. Now, you are an award-winning reporter. Do you think that that's a skill set that, that set, kind of sets apart, I think, some of the great podcasts right now, that they're done by folks who, who know how to tell a story and have that journalistic background? Well, that's that's really nice. Um, I am a reporter. It's all I've ever done. And for us, you know, we've thought always about criminal as a journalistic effort. Um, we hold that, you know, we hold that standard to be true for our podcast. And it, and you know, there are a lot of stories that we won't do for, that I really want to do for criminal that we just can't do because we can't find someone to back up the facts. And we take that incredibly seriously. Um, we spend a lot of time fact checking. We spend a lot of time getting the legal documents. I'm in the middle of writing a script right now, uh, as we speak, where I'm struggling with that because I'm trying to find the source material so that we can add this really great fact into the the episode. Um, And I'll be very sad if I can't find something to back it up because I'd really love to add it. So I, we, we, we also have a great reverence and respect for these people's stories that we're telling. And I think for us, we need to be as truthful and honest as possible um, because it, it is, uh, it's an honor to be able to tell the stories that these people are allowing us to. I think it's really interesting when a reporter can uh, tell a story that on the outside to a person might not seem interesting. And what I mean, for example, is and w- corporate crime. So, you know, something like the BP oil spill, which you've covered, I think that that's one thing that I, I'd, I'd like to see more of. I just feel, you know, that in general, we, we cover kind of these these horrific crimes all the time, uh, you know, in the news and, and on some podcasts. And I think that's one thing I really love about your podcast is you can, you can take some information that on the outside might not be something that I, I think I was interested in until I hear you talk about it, then I'm completely interested in it. Well, that's that's really nice. I mean, for my favorite story to tell is the smallest story. I think that, 
you know, a lot of times we glaze over these little stories, but I think it's the little story which sometimes can be the most interesting. And I think it is really hard, you know. I mean, uh, I, I think corporate crimes are hard to tell and keep people's interest. I also, unfortunately, think that environmental crimes are really hard to tell in a compelling way. And I think that's a challenge that I've always felt. And so, and I think that I've, I always try to think about why, why is a story hard to tell or loses an interest? And I think that's because some of these crimes, we can't find a central character who's been directly impacted. And how you keep someone's interest is not by blood and guts. I don't believe it is, or gore or sadness or violence. You keep someone's interest because you've made a connection with the character. And so that for us is what we're always trying to find, a story where we can find a character who the audience will be able to connect with in some way. They might not agree with them. They might think they're a jerk, but they're able to uh, connect and learn more about them. I think part of the uh, the charm and, and reason uh, the podcast is so enjoyable is is you and your voice. I am I am in love with your voice and wish I had it. You, you have uh, an article, or I guess, it, what is it, just, just a, a blog page where folks can leave you questions about all kinds of things, right? Right. It's kind of an advice site. And people send questions, and then I, for whatever it's worth, give my very blunt and honest opinion about what I think. I like it a lot. Phoebe, judge me. I almost want to commit a crime so that I can hear you do like an intro with my name in it. <laughs> well, that's, I mean... I, I can do that right now. You don't have to commit a crime. I mean, I that's I, it's really nice. I, it's a, it's a wonderful honor when people uh, say they like my voice. I don't. It is actually my real voice. I think sometimes people think I'm putting on a shtick, and uh, and then they actually they're going to hear me in real life, and I'm going to sound completely different. But it it really is my real voice. It's how I talk, and which might be odd. You know, I think it was probably odd when I was eight years old and talked like this. But um, but I I'm I'm lucky that people like it. I will say that there are also people who absolutely hate my voice. We get a lot of <laughs> a lot of emails with people telling me how much they dislike my voice and they have no problems letting me know about it. Well, you kind of offered it there. If you were going to do an intro for this podcast so far in this interview, how would it go? Give me your one line bio of yourself. Uh, I'm Maddie Stout, podcasting god and digital program director for iHeartRadio in San Francisco. One day there was a man named Maddie Stout. He spent his days trying to show us the good podcasts, all while doing it in the digital realm. Love it. I'm going to put that like on my answering machine. <laughs> Hi, you've reached Maddie Stout's house. Leave a message. I'm Phoebe Judge. This is Criminal. Ah, there's another one. Oh, this is great. I'm going to feed you lines all day. Have you always liked your voice? I, I teach at a university, and one of the best excuses I get for why people don't do their homework in the first couple of weeks is, I just don't like the sound of my voice. Have you always liked the sound of your voice? No, of course not. I don't. I mean, I like the sound of my voice as much as anyone else. I, 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 I nowadays, um, when I hear myself on the radio or I hear the pod or something, I, I don't even realize it's my own voice. And I remember when I first started being on the radio, when I heard myself on the radio the first time, I thought it was the biggest deal in the whole entire world. I couldn't even, I was just, it was such a gigantic deal. And now, now I can be having a conversation about a million other things and it doesn't even phase me. I think I'm just, I'm used to it and uh, I'm probably pretty sick of it by this point. 
I think it's one of the things I've liked about the progression of broadcasting and also with podcasting. When I was, I started radio when I was 16 in West Virginia, and I one of the you know first guys to ever like try to give me some advice was this big voiced guy. He's like, "Yeah, Maddie, um, you know you've uh, you're 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 quite uh, you're all right with the programming, but you'll never make it. You'll never make it in the big market. You just don't have the voice, man. It's just not big enough." And the big voice is not needed anymore (laughs) at all. No, I think the quiet voice is what we need. The best thing, the best compliment I ever got for Criminal, someone once said, Criminal is a quiet show. And I thought that was so right. You know, I think that we, we used to believe that we had to be big and bold and raise our voice. And now I think that what we're hearing, and certainly with podcasts, I think this is really happening because of podcasts, which most people listen to alone, um, you know, with earphones in. It's a kind of an intimate experience. I actually think what people are kind of understanding is that you can be calm and quiet and that, that can maybe get your message across just as well as um, yelling and, and, and being loud and powerful. I work with a lot of DJs uh, who are now trying, you know, getting into podcasting. And the first thing I tell them is that it's the difference between talking at someone and talking with someone as far as the delivery goes. Right. I mean, no one wants to feel like they're being told what to do. And so they certainly don't want to be feel like they're being told, you know, what to think or how to listen. And I think all we want is someone to kind of be a neutral guide leading us through this all. What do you love about the podcast art and podcasting? Well, I just love how available and open it's made storytelling to so many people. Before podcasting, you were given this finite amount of time on a radio clock. And so if you if you didn't make it, then, you know, there are only so many spots, then good luck. You No one was going to hear your work. And now with podcasting, it's this ability for anyone to make a show about anything that interests them. And the great thing about it is that it is very likely that even if your show is about something so obscure, like, you know, Mustangs in 1957, there is going to be at least a hundred other people in this world who are going to love to listen to your show. And now we have a platform for getting all of that information out. It really doesn't take that much to make a podcast. You, you could basically do it on an iPhone. You could record yourself. All you need is a good idea. And I really love that, that podcasting has brought this medium to so many other people. I want to give a plug for the home. I think the, I think the best homepage for a podcast ever thiscriminal.com the illustrations on it it's it's not something i can describe uh, as well as words as you just have to go check it out but what was the thought behind that behind you know making it such an interesting place to go yeah, well, the illustrations are done by a, a friend of ours and a wonderful artist named Julian Alexander. And we, we we started with the illustrations knowing that we would do one for every episode, even before the show began. What we really wanted to do is to create a, an aesthetic in some way so that if you look at the 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 tone of the show matches the look of the show matches the music of the show matches the feeling of the show it was all one experience we were trying to create and so what i hope is that when you hear the show and then look at the website uh look at the art it all works as one we really wanted to create this whole experience if we could and her illustrations just seem to fit in very perfectly with that 
Well, one experience I want to share with you is this great radio segment I like to call Three Killer Questions. I've got three questions for you, Phoebe Judge, and uh, let's just get, jump right into them. Number one, what kind of criminal would you be if you were going to be a criminal? I think I'd be a, I, I, I know that I'd be a nonviolent criminal. I think I might be a bank robber because you're not hurting that many people. And I just think the whole idea of escape is so interesting. And the planning, I once was able to follow around a bank robber for an episode we did. And I was just so fascinated by the whole thing. And so, and I think about that all the time. How would I get away with something? So I think bank robbery. I, I have planned so many bank robberies in my head. It's, it's disgusting. All right, question number two. If any criminal, alive or dead, did a podcast, who would you want to listen to? I think John Dillinger. Interesting. Why is that? I don't know. Well, I'm from Chicago, and um, so I'm pretty intrigued by Chicago crime because I love— uh, I, uh, Maybe this is the wrong to say. I love the glamour of his of his crimes, and he would escape up to little, you know, retreats in Wisconsin in the woods. And I just think, you know, I just think John Dillinger. I think I would love to just. He burned off his fingerprints. I mean, there's wonderful stuff about him. Um, I think him. I would listen to that. And finally, what was the last podcast that you binged? I listened to S Town, which is another podcast kind of about crime. Um, I listened to S-Town, and I thought it was wonderful. You know, growing up in West Virginia, that podcast, I just felt like I knew the characters. It really felt like my hometown in in a lot of ways. It was, yeah, very, very uh, emotional for me. Well, Phoebe Judge, uh, I hope you judge me to be a good uh, interviewer because I've had a great time uh, talking to you today. Oh, you were great. Thank you very much. Uh, Phoebe Judge, you can follow her on Twitter at Phoebe V. Judge and go check out the podcast. Of course, you can hear it on iHeartRadio and anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks, Phoebe. Thank you. Okay, so it is the time of the show where my producer Z comes in and we talk about three podcasts that maybe I'm not familiar with. But this week, since we just had a guest on that I'm absolutely adore and I adore criminal thought it'd be fun to talk about three podcasts that we just love both of us love right um so i'm anxious to see which because i gave you a list of my favorite podcasts and i want to see which ones you picked out for us to uh, check out this week cool so the first one i started listening to was 99 percent invisible which is a podcast about architecture and design about things that we use in our everyday life that we might never think twice about how they're made and i really like that they're based out of Bay Area, Roman Mars, and the whole ninety nine percent there in Oakland. Yes, and and I live in Oakland. Oakland is yep. is home. I'm East Bay, East Bay. <laughs> uh, so I'm super proud that this podcast comes out of Oakland. And, and you know what people say? I, I know they they, you know, if we hear the word architecture, you might think ah, it sounds boring. It really does it. I mean, yeah, start, it's not start, like a mundane like here's how it's built. Like he, they do it in such a way that it's so interesting. It is amazing. And Roman's another one of those guys. He's got one of those voices that just makes you melt. Yeah, definitely. He, it's like Phoebe. Let's check it out. Okay. For the past 30 years, Lawson has worked as a researcher and consultant to Champion Athletic Wear. She specializes in sports bra design. Sports bras are a piece of clothing that women might take for granted today, but they were totally revolutionary when they were first invented. They opened up whole new realms of sports and exercise to women. Not just because I've spent 33 years studying it do I say this. I know from conversations with literally thousands 
of women, that this is a game changer for them. That's the man, Roman Mars. Oak Town! <laughs> From the town. From the town, baby. All right, next one. I was also on your list that I love, which I've been listening to for a while. It's called Crime Town. Love it. From Gimlet Media. And it's also the creators of HBO's show The Jinx. Yes. Which is a fantastic show. So they investigate corruption and crime in different American cities. And this one um, focuses on Providence, Rhode Island, where apparently corruption and crime is so integrated into people's daily lives. Yeah. So if you're really into like heists and stings and corrupt cops and stuff like that, Crime Town is for you. Yeah, and they do a lot of the, the thing that's great about it are the interviews. Mm. And and hearing, you know, hearing the actual participants speak. And that, right. I think that's what really It adds a level to the podcast for such sure. a such a great show and, and addictive too. I'll tell you what else I like about this show mm. is the theme music. Yeah. I love the theme music. Me when it comes too. When, and when it comes on, I just want to like go. It really yeah. sets you up for the whole show too. Yeah. It gets you excited. Yeah. Ours doesn't do that. Not yet. Maybe we'll change it up. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. Yeah. Casey, I, I like fun. it. Casey who did Casey, it. Casey, we love it. I, I like it. But you know, it's not like not as good as this one. Anyway, check this out. <laughs> Question. Did he kick you? Answer. Yes. Question. Where did he kick you? Answer. On my right chin. Question. Did he try to burn you with a cigarette? Answer. Yes. Ah, that's just a little, you got to go listen to the whole thing. It's it's too good to like encapsulate into a short piece. So next one. Next one. Last one is Reply All, which I know you love. It's my favorite podcast. Of all time? It's the one I listen to the most because I don't get a lot of time to listen to podcasts outside of work because I have 26 podcasts here. I teach. I have 30 students that I have to listen to stuff. So this is one every week I make time for. Mm. In fact, when it comes out that evening, I I go home and I, I, I listen to it while I throw ball for my dog. Oh, that's so nice. So it's just like a like a relaxing kind of thing. It, for it you. is so good. I love I love I love those guys, and and I just adore this podcast. And there's, if you haven't listened to it yet, oh, you're so lucky. You have a whole catalog to go back, yeah. and, and you can binge that's the, the thing, crap right. out of this one. And if you go on their website, they tell you like you can start from the beginning, or they give you suggested episodes to start from, which is really nice. And I thought the interesting thing was they describe it as a technology podcast. But it's so much more than that. It's such a storytelling podcast. I was listening to the one about Live Journal, which I haven't heard about since I started using it like years and years yeah. ago. And they went in this whole story about how Live Journal, even though it stopped in America, it took off in Russia and the corruption and with Putin and everything. And I was just like, things you would never know about these things that we use all the time. When but. it came out, I was a big fan of Startup. And I think Reply All was the second podcast mm-hmm. that Gimlet put out. And uh, yeah, and when they said it's about technology, I'm like, eh. Right. And then I kept hearing about it and hearing about it, and I listened to an episode, and I went back, and I, I was driving. I think I was on a road trip to, to up to Tahoe for something, and I binged, and I binged all the way back. So easy to. Yeah, it's such a good so show. Good. Let's, well, let's listen to a little taste. Here's like a thing that you wrote in 2009 that at least shows that your personality is static. Hilarious name for an actual person, Doodoo Topaz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to hear September 15th, 2008, how you were doing at 4.02 p.m.? Sure. So, hey, dear diary, 
I know this place is basically my emotional chamber pot where I dump all my MacGuffins and let them coagulate into sadness stew. Good job, Z. Thank you. Those, uh, those are great podcasts. If you are not listening to those podcasts, they're all available on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, you can also get them other places, but listen to it on iHeart. Yeah. Um, and check them out because they are these these are like 100% wins. If you, Cream of the crop. Yeah, if you don't like these podcasts, I, I question your taste. I just question. <laughs> just kidding. If you don't like them, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Hey, everybody. That's going to do it for a big show. Thanks for listening to Access Podcast, produced by Z. Zinyana. Hi, baby. Zinyana. Zayanya. Zayanya. One week I'll get it right. Yeah. Engineers David Williams and Horse. Long artwork by Dalton Runberg. Music composed by Casey Franco. And we love your music, Casey. I'm just teasing you. Special thanks to Chris Peterson, Don Parker, and Katie Wilcox at iHeartRadio. You can follow us on Facebook at Access Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Access Podcast One. And you can follow me on every platform at Maddie Stout, M-A-T-T-Y-S-T-A-U-D-T. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you think. Suggest guests, and we'll try to get them on. Plus, go download the iHeartRadio app and listen to some podcasts today. Share them with your friends, and we'll see you next week.